Just a couple weekends ago, we had a retreat for college students, mainly from Oregon State, but it was open to other campuses. And so we gathered with 180 college students at the coast for a whole weekend, two weekends ago. The retreat is called Go Fish, and uh, it was on that second Sunday of Easter, and some amazing, amazing stories coming from that retreat. I would like to share with you just a brief testimony. This student shares, the next day at Sunday Mass after receiving communion, the final Mass of the retreat, I could not stop crying. I was amazed at all that the Lord had done and is doing with Go Fish and all the souls that he is touching radically. On my drive home from Go Fish, I was alone and again I cried. I felt an immense love for God that I cannot describe, and I wanted to be with him more than ever before. To be honest, I wanted to die. To console this burning desire that I could not act on, I started singing and only imagined what that day will be like. A beautiful testimony of how someone could be so filled with that abundant life that the Good Shepherd brings to our souls. There's moments in a life when the Lord comes and fills your heart entirely that you feel that you're almost done down here, that you want to go and see him face to face, as she experienced in this, in this moment. The whole mission of the Good Shepherd is to bring abundant life into our souls. That's the mission of Jesus Christ. All that he wants to do is to bring that life in abundance to us, to bring that new life. He says himself, I have come that the sheep may have life and have it abundantly. The greatest desire of the heart of Jesus is that we may have that life in abundance. That is why his shepherding wasn't limited exclusively to those three precious years that he spent in his public life on this earth. But he still shepherds his people through people who have been touched by that new life, as like being touched with fire. Men who have experienced a burning desire to lay down their lives so that many others may also connect with that source of life of the Good Shepherd. They did once a study in Ireland many years ago, and they studied, I don't know how, but that the life of a priest impacts the life of a thousand people. How wonderful to, to give one life to save a thousand. Every priest is called to prolong the presence of the Good Shepherd on this earth because God wants to give that abundant life again. The priest is a channel, that instrument, for that life to reach the world today much like a hose for water in the gardens of this earth. So I'd like to share with you briefly today in this morning three questions. How does God call someone? Who does God call? And why does God call? So let's go to that first question. Who does God call? 
You know, according to our human thinking, we would say clearly you ought to call the best, you know, the, the people with the best resume. Those who have, uh, you know, training, those who are equipped, just choose the best. But God's thoughts are not our thoughts. He calls normal people to an extraordinary mission. The letter to the Hebrews says, men taken among, from among men. This is a great mystery. He doesn't call the best, nor the worst, or so I hope, but the ones whom he wants, the ones whom he wants, and that's the mystery. St. Paul, when he had to describe this amazing mystery, he, he put it in a phrase. We carry a treasure in earthen vessels so that it may be clear the priceless treasure that we carry and may not be confused with the value of the vessel. A great example of this is St. Peter himself, and that first pope, the apostle of Christ. On that night of great confusion before the death of Christ, he was making many promises. And he said to the Lord, Lord, I will lay down my life for you. Quickly he realized after the death and resurrection of Jesus that it was the other way around. It was Jesus who was laying down his life for his salvation. And then after that, Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. So Jesus added to his mission, giving him the hand of a fisherman at the beginning, but now the heart of a shepherd. And that was Peter, the one who had the hand of a fisherman, very equipped, but also the heart of a shepherd. He would be the shepherd of the flock in the place of Jesus. And we can apply to Peter the words of the psalm that we pray today that are applied first to Christ, of course, but we can apply them to Peter. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. His name is rock. That rock that was, you know, put aside has become the cornerstone because we carry a treasure in earthen vessels with all the mistakes of Peter he was chosen. And from Peter down the line, the Lord calls normal people to an extraordinary mission. Second question, how does God call? His calling is always an invitation, never coercion. Jesus calls by attraction and he invites to respond. He never pushes or pressures. It's always an invitation. There's people even in the gospel who said no to the invitations of Jesus. And Jesus simply let them walk away. He gave them that freedom to be able to walk away if they didn't want to follow that call. Far Ignacio, when he shares his testimony of vocation and how he came to the priesthood, he says that, in the beginning, you know, when he was first asking himself that question, he would struggle with the question, why me? Why myself? And he would look around himself in a Catholic high school and see, like, so many are people who are stronger, smarter, more equipped. Why do you call me? And he always had that question, why me? And he shared with me that the day of the ordination, after, you know, walking for so many years in preparation for that, as he was laying down on the ground, that same question 
came to his heart, but now filled with thankfulness. Lord, why me? Why do you choose me? The Lord chooses normal people to an extraordinary mission, and he invites us. And as far as Ignacio, he was able to respond, and many people also say yes. Sometimes people tell me, you know, thank you for saying yes. <laughs> and I can only think, thank you. I am the one thankful. You know, this is an unmerited privilege. Sometimes I find myself, I say, like, what am I doing here? Why do you choose me? It's a great privilege of the Lord, a great invitation. So the calling always comes from above, from heaven. Maybe through the example of the life of a priest, by seeing the need of the abundant life in the world, by someone's invitation, have you ever thought of this? By the natural growth in interior life and being able to listen to the word of the inner master. It's always an invitation. And our third question this morning, why does God call? He calls because he wants us to bear much fruit, fruit that is abundant on this earth. And so through those shepherds, he brings that abundant life into the world that we may all bear much fruit in our lives. A year ago, Farivan, the day of his um, celebration of an anniversary of his ordination, he sent us, the priests in the society, an email. And I kept it because I liked it very much. And I would like to share it with you. He said in that email a year ago, I give thanks to God for his unmerited gift of my vocation. It's not abstract, but very concrete, as it has been offered to me within the context of a new project with this group of friends. Today I was thinking that when I have to finally present myself before Jesus one day, maybe I won't have many heroic virtues to feel proud about, but I do have a long list of people that in one way or another I have helped to live in Christ. Their names will be my only credential. I love the testimony that he shares because he can see the fruit in the life of a concrete priest. It's not a huge task. You just have to be faithful and he does the rest. So today let us pray not for vocations. Let us not pray for vocations. Let us pray for holy vocations, for holy priests. Because the church doesn't need numbers, but we need holy men who may be willing to be priests and impact the life of a thousand. And also for women who may be willing to consecrate their lives in holiness and may also bring abundant fruit to this earth. So let's finish with a quick prayer. Thank you, Lord, for vocations to consecrated life and to the priesthood because you call each person by name. And this whole world fits in your hands. Thank you for all those souls that you have chosen to make your love present in this world. Thank you for the blessed hands that raise a chalice every three seconds in the world to give us your body and blood. Keep sending us holy shepherds according to your heart. 
Amen.